This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks from Master Plan Retirement Consultants. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mark Fricks provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Roadmap Radio with your host, Mark Fricks. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Retirement Roadmap Radio with me, Mark Fricks, your host. And joining us today, as always, is Mr. Tony Shore. And uh, we welcome Tony aboard. And uh, let's go ahead and check in with Tony, see how he's doing. We had our pre-show meeting, and um, uh, he seems a little, little um, I don't know, um, too much cold medicine, Tony? What, what's going on? <laughs> Oh, Mark, my side hurts from the laughter. You know that. <laughs> I'm sure. You know Absolutely. that. You're you're already started with your stand-up routine on me. I like that. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting down, so that's Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I uh I've been doing great. Thanks for having me yeah. on the show. I'm doing good actually, but I I was a little melancholy before we started the show because we talked about one of my favorite actors who neither one of us we momentarily forgot his name, and yeah. I don't know how he did that rip torn. Yeah, what a great and Men name. in Black and numerous yeah. other movies. Uh, he was great, but he's pa- he's passed on now. But uh, he was an amazing actor. Rip Patches O'Houlihan. I love that character <laughs> in <That's>... Dodgeball. <laughs> yeah. If you can, do- hey Mark, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I've heard this since I was a kid. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's been around well, forever. Yeah, yeah, you learn the hard way that way. <laughs> That's right. Uh, literally. So, um, uh, I'm great. How about you, Mark? What, what's doing, been going on in the world of Fricks? Well, it's that time of year. We're, uh, you know, jumping and going and running and, and dodging wrenches and everything. It's been uh, really busy. Lots of, you know, this is our busy time of year when it comes to teaching classes and uh, client events and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, yeah, and I love it. As you know, I love it. I just love sitting in front of clients, uh, yeah. in front of prospects, people that have questions and problems and goals and stories. And, and so it's just, it's what I love. So I've Excellent. been blessed to be able to do what I love. So, well, Mark, uh, I know you do. You really are passionate about helping people create a financial plan that's going to allow them to retire comfortably at some point and have a retirement income that will last once those uh, working years stop and that paycheck stops coming yep. uh, from your work uh, and your employer. So uh, then you have to pay yourself and turn that savings into an income. And that's the trick. Uh, a lot of people struggle and there's no reason to go it alone. Uh, you need no. to be working with a financial professional like yourself who's going to uh, look at each individual's personal situation or a couple's situation and make the best decisions, uh, help them make the best decisions based on their situation. So uh, what are we talking about today? Yeah, we're going to talk about um, the the title, the official title of the show is the history of annuities, but actually oh. it's everything you wanted to know about annuities, but we're afraid to ask. Wow. But yeah, that is well, a you fit use the, a the label there. You use the dirty <laughs> word in some people's minds. <laughs> Uh, you use the word annuity. So talk to us about that. And yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's funny. Um, yeah, the, the, 
I don't know, the, the reputation that annuities have gotten. I think when people hear this show, they're going to go, wow, you know, I did not know that. Um, so right. I, I'm, I'm actually going to start with the history of annuities and then kind of show the good, the bad and the ugly. And because yeah. everything, Tony, we know uh, in the financial world has positives and negatives. There's no perfect investment, no perfect CD, right. no perfect anything. Everything has a negative piece with it but it's weird because annuities tend to get lumped into they're all bad right when really that's probably based on like variable annuities or older annuities they've they've changed and as you're going to illustrate for us i know that they've changed a lot over the years haven't they 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 really have and and, you know the the, yeah, oh, absolutely. And in the last 10, 15 years, there's more money moving into annuities than pretty much anywhere else. And yeah. and so the first question I'll ask uh, our listeners and watchers is um, I would be willing to bet 99% of those that are joining us today have an annuity. It's called Social Security. So, Social Security is is an annuity. It's based on annuity concepts. Even some of the terms used in Social Security are from annuities. And so basically, the big overview is this. An annuity is just something you put money into so that you get one day a guaranteed income. Uh, that's that's all it is. And so I found, you know, I've, I've been telling stories about annuities and kind of, you know, when they became really popular and all that. But actually, they came to the new world in 1759. And and uh, specifically in Pennsylvania, and that's where the first fixed annuity was offered to Presbyterian ministers and their oh, families as really? a pension. Yeah, really. And so that's what pensions are. They're they they're annuities uh, that companies or or whatever put money into. Sometimes employee can put money into it too, so that one day they get that guaranteed income. And of course, as mm-hmm. we know, pensions have slowly gone away. Uh, yep. So we're using annuities more on a personal level. So that's yeah, you all know what I are. say about a, a pensions. I say uh, uh, the pensions have gone the way of the pension. Yes, because buffaloes have come back. They brought the buffalo that's... back, so we can no longer say they've gone the way of the buffalo. But I say things have gone the way of the pension because uh. they. That's what's getting scarce out there. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Thanks, thanks to Ted Turner, the Buffalo's back. So, yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, they are they are coming back really strong because again, there was this gap where the four hundred one ks came in, pensions went out, yep. and now the worker was saddled with the risk of trying to manage this four hundred one k and have money at you know at the end of their working years and money to last the rest of their lives and so this this is why the annuity has made a comeback so just a little bit of history that uh, as you mentioned earlier the original annuity uh was what they call a fixed annuity and that paid kind of like a cd okay uh two three four percent it was kind of a locked in rate it was decided by the insurance company uh and so it, it was it was fine it was good uh one of the problems was this tony is that kind of like social security if you died, the money quit quit coming, right? And right. it didn't go to your family. It so just if you disappeared. Paid in more, like if you passed away early, then the money you put into that annuity was just gone. 
Right, right. Now, you can buy a survivor, but that costs you money. And then when the survivor dies, like a spouse, it stops then. So that was always, I think, one of the first things that made annuities kind of like, hey, wait a minute, my mom had one and, and she drew it for three, for three years, died, and we lost all the rest of the money. Yeah, yeah. that's called annuitization. And it's, Social Security works the same way, right? You don't get right. a lump sum if you, if you pass away. Well, let's take that back. I think you get 255 bucks, right? Yeah, it's like two fifty or two fifty-five. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, so it's that, the that same was, amount it was when they started it in nineteen thirty-five, and I that was just to about. pay for the. That's how much a funeral cost. Yeah, two hundred thirty dollars would cover it, or two fifty, yeah. and they haven't raised it. Since. Isn't that crazy? Uh, anyway, that's so that, yeah. so yeah, that was a, that was the original annuity, and pensions still work very much like that. Okay, they right uh, now they the company may invest that money instead of being fixed, but again, if you pass away that. Pension Pension's gone. Okay, right. so, so uh, I don't know if you remember uh, Tony the um, uh, the eighties and nineties. Relatively speaking, the market averaged over seventeen percent a year over right. that twenty year period. Okay, yep. so these fixed annuities, the insurance companies were scratching their heads. What we can't compete with that. So they developed something called the variable annuity. Uh, the word variable means it can vary. So these, it can this go up money and down is, with the market. That's right. It's actually in the stock market. Right. Now that's great if you're making 17% a year, right? Not so good in the last 20 years when we've had average 6% because the fees on these run three to 4%. Yeah. So if you're averaging six yeah. and the fees are three to four, you might as well get a fixed annuity. You're going to do better, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's these are the ones that have gotten kind of a bad name. Uh, the fixed, yeah, variable, the variable annuities, I think, are what give annuities a bad name. Because when I've talked to people about annuities, the average uh, person out there, uh, like my neighbor, he thought he just described a variable. He said, I don't like annuities because this and this and this. And I said what you just described, according to Mark Fricks, who I work with, <laughs> is, uh, and this is the fact, uh, but as you say, uh, that's a variable annuity and, and uh, most advisors like Mark don't recommend them to most people because right. it's not a great idea and it's costly, right? Yeah, very costly and high commissions. And yeah. again, we don't know what's going to be there in 20 years because we don't know what the market's going to do. And again, people don't realize the fees are so high and, and it still has the problem of, of annuitization. So when you turn on annuitization, again, if you pass away, whatever's left stays at the insurance company. Now, I will say this, you can add a rider that will give a death benefit so that whatever's left goes to the heirs, but that rider costs another one to two percent. So yeah. now, now you're in the three, four, five, six percent range of fees. So very costly, and and uh, I've not used those in years. Uh, I did use them a little bit in the '80s and '90s. Uh, again, right? Sure. Why not? But um, so the that 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 caused the insurance companies to kind of step back when the last twenty years came around. They said, you know, we we've kind of passed the risk back to the insured or the annuitant. Um, how can we fix this? How can we give them safety, but better return? So they've come out with something called the hybrid fixed index annuity. So first of all, fixed means there's some protection. So the protection is that the principal is protected. You put $100,000 in, it's not going to go blow $100,000 unless you take money out. Okay. How does it grow? It grows with a selected index. Now it's not in the index. 
but the insurance company measures what that index does over maybe a year or two years. And if the index makes money, they give you a portion of what it made. And so if the index makes, as an example, one of our annuities, the way it works, if the index makes 10, they'll give you eight or nine. And by if, index, you mean the S&P 500? It could be the, yes, thank you, S&P, the S&P 500, or the, the Dow, Dow Jones. Dow Jones, yeah. Yeah, and now they've got made-up indexes or called managed indexes that actually right. can outperform because they're selecting companies to be in the index as opposed to all 500 companies in the S&P. But yeah. they, they have gotten, uh, again, they, these are averaging – I'd say probably to be conservative in the three to six, four to seven percent range. So much better than a fix, much better than savings accounts, not as much as the market. But again, it can't lose. Now, this is interesting. If you look from the year uh, 2000 through the end of 2022, the market, uh, the S&P 500 is average 6.244. Our average index annuity is average 6.02 with no risk. So virtually the same return, no risk. And did I mention that most of the fixed index annuities have no fees? Wow. They might have up to one, most of them have zero fees. So wow. you've got something that is is just perfectly designed. So no fees, uh, your principal's protected, yep. and you get to participate in the upside of the market, but you don't have the risk of having your money in the market. Exactly. Yeah. And, and some might say, some <laughs> might say though, Mark, that's Oh, that sounds too good to be true. <laughs> I am asked that all the time. You yeah. Know? Hey, we've been using them now for 13 years. Uh, so they work. All right. Uh, they yeah. work. And they've yeah. gotten better every year. We get a, there's a better and better product as well because of competition. Yep. Um, one other thing I want to mention, too. Remember that little thing I mentioned called annuitization to where if you turn it on uh, and you die and there's still money left in it, the insurance company keeps it? Sure. Not with the hybrid fixed index annuity. This basically says if you pass away, any money left in it, including the growth that's not been taken out, goes to whoever you want it to the go death to. Death benefit. That's the death. It's like benefit. an insurance, uh, life insurance policy death yeah. benefit. But yeah. you don't have to qualify for the death benefit. It's just your money being given back to you, which is the way it should have been the whole time. Yeah. So these are really beautiful products. Um, again, the drawback is less liquidity. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's kind so of they social... say that, you know, liquidity, growth, and what's the other one? Uh, protection, safety. So right. you can have two of the three, but never three of the three. Right. But yeah. I do know that some of those fixed index annuities allow you to take a certain amount out each year if you need it. Yeah. Usually 10%. Uh, or if there's an emergency, like a terminal illness, um, sure. long term care needs, yeah. things like that, they're completely liquid. And after a certain number of years, they're completely liquid. But sure. if you're using the income rider, there's no penalty because you're taken out less than what you're allowed to, uh, which is usually 10%. So the income rider usually produces five to 7% guaranteed. So there's no penalty there either. And most of these will let you turn on income after 12 months. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's just, they're, they're built good. Again, if you needed, uh, you know, more than 10%, you can get it. You can get it all out, but it may cost you five to 10% penalty. So yeah. to say they're not liquid is not true. There's a cost to their liquidity, Sure, but that's not the, why we use them, right? If we need liquidity, like you said, Tony, we go to either our stock market account or our right. bond market account or our cash and savings, sure. other places. Okay. So, so mm-hmm. Mark, I have a question for you. You're sure. talking about uh, this hybrid fixed index annuity and it sounds great. Um, 
uh, a lot of people are like, okay, with the return I'm probably going to get, my principal's protected. Isn't that what a CD can do at the bank? And doesn't the bank, um, and, and I, you know, my bank's a, a bank, unlike an insurance company, the guarantees are, you know, FDIC and things like that. Um, I think it's a good opportunity. Does the current bank crisis uh, <laughs> lend any insight to that? Well, keep that in your pocket a second, because I want to okay. address the first part of that that statement. Okay. Um, typically, CDs lag behind historically the return of the index annuity. Number two is the big thing. So the a interest CD, typically on a CD, the interest is usually a lot lower than what you're going to get on a fixed interest. Historically, that is yeah. correct. Yeah. Secondly, a CD doesn't produce guaranteed income. I don't get a check every month from a CD. You know, uh, I, I, it, may, sure. it may stay in there 12 months, and then I take it all out or renew it, but there's no guaranteed income stream. And sure. so if a CD is paying 3%, then you just made 3% over the course of a year. So there's 3% income. But I, I get my light bill every month, not every six months or 12 months or 18 months. Yeah. And so I want to check every month. And that's what these produce. And so going to the banking crisis. So um, actually, uh, life insurance companies, especially annuity companies, are some of the strongest areas for money. Think of it this way. When uh, insurance rules and laws came into being, the um, the people that made the laws looked at these contracts and said, these are called uh, one-way contracts. In other words, the insurance company creates the contract and the consumer accepts the contract. The consumer has no negotiating power, right? And so therefore, the contracts have to lean toward the consumer. And so what that means is, is what we're promising as an insurance company is some type of protection. If it's a life insurance policy, we're promising a death benefit. If it's a homeowner's, we're promising to rebuild your house. And so we got to make sure we have the money, okay, to do that, all right? And so what we're promising in these index annuities is protect the principal, grow with the market. That's what they're promising, okay? So how do we make sure we can financially do that? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is, is based on all the research that I've seen done, there's never been a missed annuity payment from an insurance company. Number two is during the Great Depression, when literally every bank failed, um, 97% of all death claims were paid out. 97%. Okay. Why? So the insurance companies remain solvent even during the Great Depression right. uh, versus banks. And uh, insurance companies don't miss uh, annuity payments, whereas uh, that's why I asked about the bank current bank crisis because I know that I I talked to people personally that had you know structured notes through the bank Credit Suisse, uh, which is in Switzerland, and now uh, they're going looks like they're going to collapse and they've lost thirty percent, and there's a good chance they won't. People are having to sell those at a loss where they were supposedly guaranteed protected principal but they're and a guaranteed a profit but now they're going to take a loss um and so uh unless they want to risk the collapse and losing everything and uh, the same with svb uh the people that had money there so um it sounds like <laughs> i just wanted to point that out because i guess i'd rather have my money in a fixed index annuity with an insurance company than a CD in a bank. For me personally, I'm just saying. Well, because, I mean, you know, 
Yeah, back during the Great Recession, word was if if one major bank had failed on top of all the other failings, the FDIC would have been broke. And there are rules in the FDIC where they can actually hold your money for up to six months. They can give yeah. you not all of it back. I mean, there's different things in there that people don't realize. And they had three cents on the dollar in the FDIC back in 2008, 9, and 10. So it was broke. All right. Um, and, and again, you know, do you get it all back? Do you get some of it back? Do you, you know, depending on um, um, how long it takes you to get it. I mean, this is cash flow. And so, yeah. and when one bank fails, guess what? Everybody else starts going to their bank, getting the money out. Well, that's part of the reason these banks failed was all of a sudden they got word that, that they were not going to, yeah. you know, be able to make some payments and all this. And people started pulling all their money out. I think it was right. $109 billion. It was pulled yeah. out like within a couple of days. So there can be a run on banks. That's what they call right. a run on banks, like happened with SVB and uh, Credit Suisse. Um, but um, I've never seen there no runs on insurance companies. It doesn't right. work that way. It's well, there's actually five pillars I was going to mention real quickly that make them safe. See, insurance companies avoid or manage risk. They don't take risk. That's right. their job. So step one is they have a legal reserve system. In other words, they're required to keep the majority of the money that you've given them in reserve. Remember the old Beverly Hillbillies TV show? <laughs> of course. You remember when Jeff yeah. Clampett would go down to the bank and say, I want to see my 50 million. And Mr. Oh, Drysdale yeah. <laughs> would go, because uh, 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 it wasn't there, right? right? It was loaned out. Well, you could technically go down to the insurance company and the majority of your money's sitting there. Okay. Yeah. Now maybe in short term loans, government bonds, sure. uh, investment grant. I mean, you know, but it's money they can get immediately back if right. they were to have a, a run on claims. Uh, the, th the second pillar is state guarantee funds. So every state has a fund uh, and there's different amounts. I think in Georgia, it's either a hundred thousand or 250,000 that says, Hey, we've got this, for you if something were to happen. It's never happened, by the way, but if it were to happen. The third area is reinsurance. These insurance companies buy insurance policies to cover their reserves that aren't reserved. And right. so they're buying There's insurance. insurance for on your money at an insurance company. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then there's holding companies. Uh, so basically they are much larger parent companies uh, like Allianz Life and Aviva Life are both companies that are actually headquartered in Germany owned by multi-million, a billion dollar companies that have other entities. So the holding company is very, very strong and can always step in. And then sure. the last is just very strong regulations every state go goes into the insurance companies in their state and and um, audits them uh, looks at the financial stability and and that type of thing yeah. and of course we know that there's rating services too right uh, uh, the s p the uh, what's the big one um, sure you're you're working with uh, a rated triple a, a rated companies yeah yes yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. and so so the companies you work with have good ratings and that's who you work with and and they haven't failed. They've never needed that insurance. Um, you know, and the difference is banks are federally insured. They're they're uh, backed up to a certain extent by the government, whereas an annuity uh, or an insurance policy is uh, guaranteed by the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Right. Exactly. So I think we're out of time. So I'm just going to uh, let everybody know, you know, again, would love to speak with you. Uh, all of you have retirement dreams and goals. You may not think you're anywhere close. Maybe you think you've done bad. Maybe you think you've done good, but maybe not good enough. So 
a complimentary consultation, be glad to chat with you, kind of find out what's going on, even run some reports for you. We'll run six to nine reports to see where you are at and where you can be with the right tweaking and how to avoid the dangers, whether it be tax increases, losing a spouse, uh, higher inflation. We look at all those areas to see what if the what ifs of retirement and create right. a retirement roadmap. So that complimentary consultation is a phone chat, a Zoom call, whatever, face-to-face if you're in the Atlanta area. Go to the website, masterplanretire.com. Push the button that says schedule a meeting and my calendar will pop up. Your complimentary uh, meeting will be scheduled at that point and we'll get together and just chat about your situation. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Roadmap Radio. So glad you joined us. Can't wait to see you the next time. And until we meet again, remember, plan well and prosper. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to Retirement Roadmap Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-5262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Master Plan Retirement Consultants, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.